Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're doing our first mailbag episode of the year. We're going to be doing these every Thursday from here on out. We'll do it you know, every week during the season. We'll do it next week again, right before the start of week one. So get your questions into us every week. You can get to, we'll always have a post on Instagram probably every week for questions, but you can definitely email us at fantasyfootballprofit at, what is it, fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. You can do that there. Uh, We'll get the questions every single week. So we're just going to jump right into the questions this week, Jeff. So we got quite a few of them came through, a bunch of different random. So there's no real, you know, (laughs) there's no... Uh, organization to this. This is just, we're going to go with some questions here and see what we got. So first one comes in from Owen. Would you draft Melvin Gordon? Uh, I mean, yeah, at the right price. Of course I would. At the, at everything at the right price. Right. right, the right so I guess the question is when would I draft him? Um, it's, it's a very tough one because I don't I didn't end up with him on any of my teams. So obviously I, I thought there was value in other places and I'm and he does truly worry me. I think that there is a real possibility that he misses a significant amount of time. Um they haven't given any indication that they really need him on the team. So I don't like the way this is going. So um he would have to drop quite a bit for me. What about you? Yeah, he, it, it, I have to have him late in the draft, like later, like it's not even first four rounds anymore. I don't know if he's coming back anytime soon. And that's a that's a pretty big risk to get a guy that early. So I'm kind of staying away. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much staying away at this point and not drafting him just because, man, that's a, it's a lot, a, a lot to, you know, big cost to put him on your team right now. So I, I just, I'm not drafting him right now. All right. So Owen has another question, another question here. Who's your favorite for the Super Bowl? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite to win? <laughs> um, tell you the truth, Owen, I'm not thinking that far ahead. Patriots, <laughs> yeah, always. I mean, <laughs> I'm just um, not going against them anymore. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely up there. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. I mean, obviously them and, and the Saints. I think the Saints are still a very, very good team. I think they got jobbed last year, so I'm I'm kind of rooting for them. I think New Orleans has a really good shot. So Alex asks, how do you think Tom Brady will be this year? Um, in regular football, fine. In fantasy football, I think he'll be, you know, 12 to 15, something like that. Yeah. Decent. Have some weeks. He'll have a few good weeks, but as we've talked about before, I don't think that there's any reason for him to put up major numbers. I think they can win without him slinging the ball, you know, 40 times a game or something stupid. East Los 024. Would you trade Eckler for Duke Johnson in a PPR league? This is tough. Would I, would I trade Eckler for Duke Johnson? Um, can we <laughs> can we wait a week <laughs> to see if see if Houston brings anybody in? See yeah. if Melvin Gordon comes back. It's a tough one. Honestly, I th- I would lean Duke Johnson right I, now. I would too. I would say yes. I would trade for Duke. Yeah, but you know it it, it could completely switch. But as yeah. of right now, the way I view it, I would say Duke. But it, it's such a you know topsy turvy situation where. Gordon could come back and, you know, they or they could add someone to the Texans. So, but yeah, I, I lean towards Duke right now. Guarna asks, 
Would you say that player rankings are very different when comparing full PPR versus half PPR? I Not really. Not much. I mean, even my standard PPR doesn't change a lot. There's only a few players where it really affects because, like, the top guys all catch passes these days. They all do. There's not a lot of guys that it really affects for me. Yeah, I think um, some of the guys later on and some of the running backs in the mid-tiers, like, it, obviously it helps out someone like a James White. Right. Someone of, of that caliber, um, some of the smaller running backs. But no, I, I don't think so. I think it does. Uh, if you want to go up to the top, obviously, Elvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, those guys turn into monsters where they already were very good. But no, not really. All right. We got a question from Lawrence. Do you start Jameis Winston or Carson Wentz in week one? So both are at home. Carson Wentz plays against the Redskins. Jameis Winston plays against the 49ers. I'm going to go Wentz. I feel safer right now about Wentz. Yeah, I mean, I think both of them have good matchups. I Personally, I like Wentz better, but I, I don't like the fact that uh, we haven't seen anything out of him quite yet. Yeah. I, I don't know what kind of shape he, he is in, really. Um, but yeah, I would still lean Wentz just because I like him better. But I think either one is a relatively good play. I suck at fantasy, <laughs> asked. Is Naheem Hines going to fit in better to the Colts over Mac without Andrew Luck? We were literally just yeah. talking about this. I, I don't, he's not going to fit in better. Mac is still the back there. It. I don't know if anything can be helped in the Colts. I think they all could go down. I just don't know what Brissett is. So the, you can you can have the argument that they're going to be down in more games and more hurry up, and because of that, Hines will be in there maybe more catching some balls and doing that. I'm sure that's a possibility. Will it play out that way? I don't know. I It's it's hard to say. I just don't like the offense anymore. I would say maybe all the Colts went down for me. Maybe Hines doesn't go down as much. I You know, it's – I don't know if I trust any of them. Yeah. I, I say it doesn't help him. That, that's what I right, would I, say. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people will make that argument. And, you know, the one it, – it's correct. If he is the third down back, he is very good in space when he catches the ball. But the, the truth is, even if I think Brissett is fine, he's not Andrew Luck. And um, if you're catching a ball from him, I'm going to like it better. So obviously, in my mind, Naheem Hines actually takes a step backwards. But by how much? Because I think he was already ranked relatively low. And that's why, I mean, before the before that retirement, Craig actually liked Hines quite a bit. And he was grabbing yep. him really late for a bunch of his teams. So I, I don't know what it means right now. Yeah. I would like to say, I would like to say, oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to work out. He'll be in there more because he'll be down, but it's it's really hard to say that right now. So I suck at fantasy is another question. Does Preston Williams have a chance to be the wide receiver one in Miami? Maybe. <laughs> I want to say it doesn't matter, but Devontae Parker, Kenny Stills, Albert Wilson, they're all just not amazing. Right. I mean, I think Kenny Stills will just because of you know his time Except there there's rumors about trading him because of this whole stuff going right i mean and... you know obviously if they trade him they trade him yeah. that, that changes so i mean honestly yes because i think it's wide open for anyone there i, I think that that whole team I, you don't know if rosen is playing you don't know if fitzpatrick is you don't know if drake is gonna be the guy is it gonna be blash that team probably has the least amount of answers so in that vein yes of course it's still open for him mm-hmm. um but it's probably not what i would bet on David asks, it's a trade question here, Adam Thielen and Leonard Fournette for 
Christian McCaffrey and Allen Robinson. Which side do you want? Thielen, Fournette, McCaffrey, Robinson. Sadly enough, I still I still like McCaffrey enough. I would go McCaffrey. I'd go McCaffrey side too. McCaffrey to me is McCaffrey is an, is far enough ahead of Fournette compared to Thielen. Is I mean I I like Robinson more than most I guess too. So I even like this trade better because yeah. of it. But McCaffrey's just that great of a player where you're going to take him there. Let's see here. What do we got? Okay, Hondo asks. This is a little bit of a question here. He says I drafted Lamar Jackson as my QB one due to him being a dual threat. Hey, I'm fine with Lamar Jackson there. But he says, our league has changed passing touchdowns from four points to six points, which I'll just say, we base all our stuff off six points anyway. So if you've been listening to us talk about quarterbacks, six points is how we just base it. Lamar Jackson is more valuable in four points, but yeah, I still, I'm fine with it. He says, top-ranked quarterbacks left in the waivers are Jameis Winston and Kirk Cousins. Should I pick up one of those compared to, you know, for passing points compared to Jackson's passing game? I'm going Jackson, honestly, right now over those guys. Yeah, if if you have the roster spot, I would pick up Winston. Right now, I'd probably pick up Winston just so you have a backup because Lamar is going to be running a lot. He could get hurt. You could get screwed in week two, say. Um, but yeah, I'm actually, tell you the truth, I'm kind of a, a Lamar guy as well. I Even with that change, his upside is just so high that I think I'm, I'm starting to become more and more of a believer, even though... Most of my drafts, I usually do what I just told you to. I would grab a guy, you know, relatively late. Even in this past one we just did in Nashville, I grabbed Wentz for like a buck earlier on, and then I grabbed Lamar Jackson later because I really want to see if he turns out to be the guy. If I had one of like, especially Cousins right now, I don't know what, he looked really bad in the preseason. Um, and Jameis Winston, I think he'll throw a lot, but I still would stick with Jackson and go for that big payday. I would just, yep. you know, balls to the wall the first week. So Wayne asked, should Antonio Brown <laughs> Is this a Wayne we know? <laughs> should should Antonio Brown wear a black or white belt with his uniform? Uh, I know I know he likes to be formal, but I, I would rock the white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good question, Wayne. Thanks for listening. All right. So that's got to be like the fourth time <laughs> the white, white belt has come up. Uh, goalie Cam asks, does Andrew Luck's retirement boost or diminish Marlon Mack's value? I think we already hit on it, but diminishes it. I do not. I've heard this this argument that, oh, Luck's gone, so they're going to have to use Mack all the time. Doesn't quite work that way. It just doesn't. I think, the, I mean, this all really depends on Jacoby Brissett and what he actually is. If he's better than we remember him, if he's better than we expect him to be, Changes everything. Mac might not go down. It might just be a completely different um, situation than we expect. But Andrew Luck is so much better than Brissett. There is no way losing him can help anybody on this team. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it, it, put it this way. Even if he doesn't go down in the amount that they use him in a Luck offense, you're going to score more touchdowns. You're going to be in the red zone more often. It gives you a better opportunity yep. in order to score. And, you know, vis-a-vis, if, if he's not in, you know, Mac has yep. less opportunity and it hurts him. So Danny asks, at this point, do you prefer Marlon Mack or Austin Ekelar? Marlon Mack. I'm still a Mack yeah. guy there. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. I, I don't like him as much, but I'm still picking him yeah. at that spot. Would you trade David Montgomery and Tyler Boyd? So David Montgomery and Tyler Boyd for Devontae Adams. Yes, I would. I mean, I don't even care about the rest yeah, of the team. Yeah, I I'm would. doing it. Yeah. I, I just, I'm definitely going to yeah. do that. For sure. 
Dave, this is for, from Noah, looking for a future keeper. David Montgomery or Aaron Already, Jones. All right. Yeah, Dave, David Montgomery or Aaron Jones. That's a tough David one because we haven't Aaron seen Jones. Montgomery. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say Aaron Jones right now. Yeah, me too. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Aaron Jones. I, I say Aaron Jones. I think I like Montgomery's fine. He is good, but we don't know yet. And you still have Tariq Cohen. You're trying to figure out what Trubisky is. So he definitely has more question marks. If Aaron Jones stays on the straight and narrow, I, you know, me and Craig both believe that he yeah. is talented enough to be a, a you know, top 10 back. Adam asked, why are people still high on Dalvin Cook? Well, this is actually perfect. Go, so <laughs> just talked about it. I think he's going to be a breakout player this year. Um, the, the thing is, when he's in there, he's terrific. And the only thing that only thing, but the thing that sidelined him has been injuries. And I don't think they're ones that are going to keep haunting him. You know, I, you try to figure out who is actually injury prone and who is not. And right now, if he had one more injury, there's, you know, you would have to say that. Um, but last year he, he came back after, you know, busting his knee in his rookie season, which he looked phenomenal in the first few games. Um, and he finally got back into healthy shape and, you know, you kind of saw what he was able to do as preseason. Don't get too hyped, but he obviously took it, what 80 yard, you know, rush to the, to the house. Um, the truth is he's just, he's that kind of player. I mean, if it wasn't for when did he, was it two years ago? Who was he coming out with? Um, uh, I'm, I'm. Oh, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I think he was the most talented back coming out. He has speed. He can run with purpose. He can run downhill. He can do. He can catch the ball. He can do everything that you want him to do. And in that offense, uh, there and especially without Latavius Murray around now, he's got to be that main guy. So if they use him the way they want to, and he doesn't get hurt, he's going to be there just by sheer workload and with talent. He, th- I, I truly believe that he has the ability to be a top five guy. That's that's how high on him I am. I don't know because of the injury concerns. I didn't put him that high, but he has that kind of talent level. Chris asks, "What is your favorite league scoring type?" I like standard. We went on. I went on. I haven't done a rant yet this year on standard. I feel right. like, but it'll probably come out at some point. Standard's just. Yeah. Why don't you give us the elevator I, pitch version? I mean, it's just. I just don't get why you, why a catch, a one a catch for zero yards is worth a point. How is you catch a ball, you get zero yards, it's worth a point. How about you catch the ball, you lose five yards. Oh God, I'm getting that worked up. So you catch a ball, you lose five yards, it's still worth half a point. Come on, you lost five freaking yards. You get a half a point for that. Ooh, cool. You really helped your team. Yeah. (laughs) So I think I think that's the whole reason. I think. If you really want to go half PPR or something like that, I'm I'm not going to fight sure. on it. But the full PPR I mean, it bothers me. It's the same reason. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways, but I, I think the the end all be all is the fact that whatever you do on the field, whatever you get points for, should be because you're helping your team out. A reception, maybe it does, but I would rather in that case, I would much rather give like a point for a first down because that's more profitable. The reception's to the team. not what helps. The yards exactly. are what helps. It's exactly. the same thing. So why should we play point per carry? You know, that's a thing some places out there, but it's stupid. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> just no, just not doing it. All right. So Chris continues. So favorite league scoring type, favorite, your favorite number of teams. So Ooh, I could go. I mean, I'm fine with 10 or 12. We're, I guess I still say, I say 10 only because that is what we've done in our league forever, our main league. So because of that, it's just built into my mind that that's the league I like the most is a 10 team league. 
But 10 to 12 is fine. I'm fine with either one of those. Yeah, um, yeah Eight's too little. Eight, yeah, exactly. Eight, I'll say 10 or 12 is it's perfect. perfect. 14's too much. 12, eight's too little. Yeah, 12 <laughs> if you want to go a little deeper with people. Yeah. So, obviously, if you spend a lot of time on it, it's kind of yeah. fun to be able to draft those guys later on with 10. Um, but to be fair, I think 10 is about perfect. But Yeah. yeah. And then he continues with, what's your favorite draft spot? And I will say, I do not have a favorite draft spot because my favorite draft spot is sitting in an auction. Boom! <laughs> well done. Yeah, I, I, I honestly agree. truly don't have like a favorite draft spot. I guess I would say it maybe. Man, it's tough. I don't know. I think we've this, done so many times. I just don't need. I, it changes every single year. Yeah. Too. It depends on who you want to get. I can draft almost anywhere and end up with the team I like this year. But if I was going to do it, I would probably uh, number three. Probably I was going to say three. Yeah, that's about it. That I way you pick. get a uh, running back I absolutely love, and then on the way back I can still get the majority of the guys I want. So Brock asks us, who are the most important or valuable handcuffs? What teams can have a running back one showing with someone other than their starter? So I guess we'll go through some of these. So obviously, I mean, you could go the start out with the Melvin Gordon and Eckler thing, but no, it's just, don't know that one. But there, I mean, there's a lot of potential situations here. It's hard to say exactly. I mean, later on in the year, it's going to be the Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt thing. If you're the one, if you believe Gurley's, you know, a risk, there's Daryl Henderson, but I don't quite know if it's Daryl Henderson. Malcolm Brown, I think, is going to be there, too. There's um, Alexander Madison, actually, is very interesting to me for behind Cook. I think that's interesting. Maybe it's Latavius Murray. It's one of the most valuable here. Yeah, I was going to say, I right? think Murray has got to be up there very, very high. If anything happened to Kamara, uh, obviously, he would be pay dirt. Um, Jalen Samuels, I, I like that one. Yeah, that, that one's uh, not a whole lot of people talk about him, but I, I we both are very, yeah. very big fans of that because we think you can plug and play on Pittsburgh, and Jalen Samuels did really well in the absence of Connor last year. Yep. So I think that is a really good one. Um, Ito Smith, obviously, if Devontae Freeman goes down, Ito Smith is the only guy in town, um, and Freeman obviously just came off an injury. You don't have Tevin Coleman in, there anymore, so he, he would be an interesting one. I'm trying to think if there's any other big. Usually, there's like um, bigger names. Rashad Penny, I like Rashad Penny. Okay, that that's a very Carson, good one. Yeah. yeah, those are kind of the ones that I guess. And all those guys that we mentioned, I feel like could be there's could be running back ones. There's a lot of backup running backs could be running back ones if they're in the right team and the right you know if it comes out. I mean, you, if you consider Adrian Peterson a handcuff to Geis, you know, if Geis right. weren't weren't healthy, there's a lot of those kind of guys. Yeah, and like Drake and Balage, I don't think they're really handcuffs. They're kind of just a yeah. tandem backfield. Yeah. Um, well, I guess Darwin Thompson right now with Damian Williams. He's an interesting one. I don't know where they're going to end up with that one, but that would probably be the highest upside right now. It, and that's about just – it's not even maybe Darwin Thompson the player. It's just Darwin Thompson being in that situation on that team. Right. Whoever's exactly. in that situation is going to be good. Um, so. The only other one, and then obviously if you have the backup to Zeke. So right now was it look like Pollard? You don't know, you know. But if you don't not talking about Gordon, we probably don't talk about Zeke. Matt asked – should I go running back heavy or wide receiver heavy? I still like the running backs. Yeah. This year, I think, is for me, it's much more balanced. Yeah. I take a much more balanced approach where I think one running back, one wide receiver in the beginning helps the most in the snake draft. Um, but I will always lean running back because I think they are harder to get. And I think you can make up for wide receiver later on. Got another question coming in now from Hernan Villa, 17. Which rookie would you pick to start, Josh Jacobs or David Montgomery? 
Josh Jacobs. I'm actually a Montgomery guy right now. I think really? it's, more, it's more of the Josh team. Jacobs. It's more of the team, more of the situation. I think the Bears are better. I think it could be a better situation. There, I don't know about – I'm not saying talent-wise Jacobs isn't better because he very well might be. But there's something about Oakland I'm just kind of scared about. I, I mean, I get – I don't know. I'll still go Josh Jacobs, yeah. Yeah, I'm just eh, not. I quite. think he's just a clear cut guy there. I don't think there's any question about it. I mean, I just you think Cohen, especially week one. I mean, week well, that one, actually I don't fits. Think, there's another yeah. question here asked: who, who do you who do you prefer in PPR, David Montgomery or Tariq Cohen? It's Montgomery, right? But or is it not? Do you actually? I, I well, this is a tough one because Montgomery has actually looked good. He's lived up to the bill as far as you know all the hype going into it. Though I wasn't. Really sure. I, I liked Tariq Cohen a lot. I haven't picked him, so it kind of shows that I'd probably still lean my, Montgomery. But I think Tariq Cohen um, is a great stash in a PPR league right now because he will catch a lot of balls. And if Montgomery fumbles or anything like that, Tariq Cohen will start to get more carries out of the backfield. So um, I, I'm, I'm more of the opinion that it is going to be uh, – Maybe not 50-50, but closer to that kind of split because yeah. I think Tariq Cohen is going to be in there a lot. So, All right, final question of the mailbag from Kane Doe. Who has more value outside of Edelman in the Patriots passing offense, Josh Gordon or Nikhil Harry? Josh Gordon. It's Josh Gordon for yeah, me too. I mean, Harry I, hasn't shown anything yet. Yeah, it's not even close either. No, right? Josh Gordon, he, he played very well last year for the Patriots. He really did. He was a good player, and I think I think he's going to be good. I, and he, Harry's just that. That actually, this you know what? Maybe Brady's going to be better than we think. He, he might. Look, be. think about that. Josh Gordon, Edelman, Josh back. Gordon, even Nikhil Harry. That I'd like James White catching balls. Yeah, I maybe we're underrating Tom Brady. And we might. When Josh Gordon said, or they reinstated him, um, we're still figuring out the the details of exactly yeah. when he's going to suit up and play. But when they said he was coming back. That was a huge plus in the column of Tom Brady because no one else has, no one else is like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's just a physical freak. He's proven he can do it, and um, he's also got something to prove. And still relatively young, where he doesn't have as much tread on the tires because he's been suspended so often. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he, he's a yeah. different kind of player and a, a, a difference maker that can definitely help Brady up that uh, touchdown number. All right, that's going to do it for the very first mailbag of the season. So make sure every week you tune in on our Thursday episode for mailbag. Get your questions in before that. We'll you know definitely try to go through as many questions as we can each week. You know we'll do some start and sit questions, but if you want those, like just really you know look at our look at our ranks for those. It's pretty going to be pretty clear on what we think there. So trade questions, though waiver pickup questions, whatever you got, those why you know throw it at us. We'll have, you know, do our best to help you out and answer as many questions as we can as we go on in the season. If you need any more help throughout, you know, the weeks and stuff, go check us out on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. That's probably where we are at the most. Our website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. You'll be able to check out all of our ranks there. So go check those out as well. But that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.